0: X-Men.
1: Get it Hey everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of Battle of the Atom this is your weekly X Men podcast where we rank every story from A to Z. I'm Adam, and I'm Zach. And Adam, you know what we record on every week?
0: Uh, uh, I record on my laptop. What do you
1: record on? We record on Discord. It's a it's a service, oh, right. yeah, that people use uh, to communicate mm-hmm. while they're playing mm-hmm. video games.
0: Oh, is that why people use Discord? I never knew it from anything else. That's how it
1: started. That's how it started. So, if you look at your Discord main menu, Mm -hmm. it'll tell you what video games people are playing. And (laughs) some might think that's a weird feature. uh, Oh,
0: now I'm understanding what the icon is. It's a
1: game controller.
0: I always wondered what that looks like. So many things are making sense
1: now, aren't they?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Light bulbs are going off. Okay. Thank
1: we're you. Talking about that. video games this week, guys.
0: Yes, we are headed to. Uh, well, I would say we're headed to the arcade, but these are not arcade games. These are games that you would have like gone and, and bought at your local KB Toy Store or uh, Toys R Us or you know wherever, and brought them home and put them in your in your uh, your Super Nintendo or your PlayStation. It would
1: have been very exciting it would have been and for some of us it was exciting because for some of us uh the comics that we are talking about that are promotional tie-in materials to these video games uh they were they were very key parts of our development of enjoying the x-men franchise i guess it doesn't matter um (laughs) but what does matter is matt smith uh, so one of our Patreon supporters went on over to patreon.com slash battle of the atom, threw some money our way, and said, Folks, love it. If you talk about some video game stories and we said <laughs> yes, we would very much like to do that. I've been wanting to do a dumb episode like this for so long. Wait till wait till someone requests movie tie-ins that aren't specifically adaptations of the movie because there's also some <laughs> wild ones there.
0: Well we've got one kind of like that today. Um we've got uh, that one we'll right? get to it. We'll get to yeah. it that one's
1: a, an incredibly confusing product that exists.
0: Yeah. Um but we've we've actually I was thinking about this uh this afternoon. We've actually covered uh a previous video game tie in with our um our Mar- what was that? That was Marvel Fanfare?
1: Marvel Fanfare the- thirty three
0: Yes, with with the multi-part uh, <laughs> computer game tie-in. And there have been quite a few X-Men video games over the years. Um, but I guess, which one do you want to start off
1: with here? Because we didn't really we'll decide on an order. We'll start with the oldest. But I am curious, Adam, you mentioned uh, a lot of X-Men video games over the years. Yes. What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Um,
0: I think... You know, growing up in 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 arcade culture, obviously the arcade game, um, but I absolutely loved the X Men Legends games, uh, which we'll talk about today. So, um, how about you? Did you have a favorite?
1: Um, yeah, it was one of the X Men Legends games. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the four player like gauntlet style uh, co op is the best. Like even. Uh, <laughs> The recent, uh, was it Marvel Heroes United? I don't Ultimate Alliance three. Yes, yeah, uh, was on came out on the Switch last twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. in the the very before times, and it it was very fun to play that with my son. Now I have specific issues with that game, uh, <laughs> very similar to some of my issues with X Men Legends, uh, but we're not gonna get into that. Uh, instead, we're gonna go get into a game that's a bit older uh and that is well i say game we're not talking about any of the games really we're gonna talk about comics (laughs)
0: yeah we have to make that clear because these are all we don't we only rank comics here (laughs) these are all video well actually one of them's not even a video game tie-in so we have to be even more clear than that but one of um, them is
1: just a game tie-in it's like the concept of play it's a tie-in to that
0: that one has layers but we're gonna start uh we're gonna go back to 1994 Um, And after a couple of NES games, there was the Genesis game. um, But on on Super Nintendo, there was an X-Men game called Mutant Apocalypse that came out from Capcom. Um, Game pretty much centers around the X-Men fighting, for the most part, in Genosha. um, Mm -hmm. But also ends with a climactic battle on Avalon. Um, So it's really, really like... In the midst of kind of Fatal Attractions-esque, you know, Jim Lee animated series. We're right in that era. And, you got uh,
1: Genosha, you got Apocalypse, you got the Brood, you got the Acolytes. Exactly. It's very early 90s.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, this this tie-in comic is called Road to Perdition.
1: That's a dumb name for a tie-in comic to this, yeah. especially because Road to Perdition doesn't appear anywhere on the cover that says X-Men Capcom Mutant Apocalypse.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's it's not Road to Perdition. That's a movie,
1: I believe. It's this Prelude is... to Perdition. Thank you. Tom. I'm Hanks pretty sure is... Road to Perdition is also a comic.
0: <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, but Tom Hanks is not in uh, this comic book, uh, to my knowledge. So we start off um, with a very core team, um, and this is similar to the playable characters in the game, but it's, it's it not exact. The, it's mostly um, the playable characters. <laughs> we have Beast Gambit, uh, Cyclops, Psylocke, and Wolverine, and they are invading a test lab where Apocalypse is experimenting on mutants.
1: And then we find out that Apocalypse also has the brood around. Yeah. He's, for he's some just, reason.
0: He's just got him, got him chilling. And uh, that's, I guess, one way to spend your your off time. <laughs> hanging around uh, and capture, enslaving aliens. I, I don't know if that's always a good idea.
1: Then the Sentinels show up. And then Magneto shows up. Then Omega Red shows up. And then Juggernaut shows up. The acolytes show up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it sure is a lot of um of hitting (laughs) random characters that are just just popping out. Um but it it is also revealed, I believe, that they are actually doing a well, it it, they they're brought back to the X mansion and brought into the danger room. They kind of get suckered into the danger room where uh, one of the acolytes I don't think it's specified who is like messing with the system so they're they're flipping between all of these different uh environments including the mojo verse um you know a street scene wherever and they're trying to get to professor x and it's just not working
1: they're just kind of playing all the levels of the game and showing all the bosses right <laughs> that's what they're doing here
0: it's it's pretty. It's not exact, obviously. Uh, if you guys you know don't have access to a Super Nintendo, I certainly don't. Um, you can always go on YouTube and watch a playthrough of this thing. I think if you play it from beginning to end, it's probably about maybe ten hours worth of, of gameplay at the That's most. A lot
1: for a Super Nintendo. Maybe, game. maybe
0: it's shorter than that. Like um, not
1: for not for like a JRPG, but. Like, you can reasonably beat Super Metroid in, like, four hours.
0: Yeah. And yeah. Super
1: Metroid's the best Nintendo Super Nintendo game.
0: Maybe so I I'm don't know why you'd want to... Yeah, maybe I'm exaggerating the length of this, but but obviously you ten can, hours you may kinda... have be
1: what a child does take to beat this children's <laughs> video game. That part's true. I've seen I've seen children struggle at video games.
0: Yeah, this one I don't believe had the same difficulty as like the X Men Genesis game, which was kind of notorious for being difficult.
1: That one's hard, and like I've I've played that uh, <laughs> in the not not so uh, recent years and i got mad at it that i quit i got well, so mad i was like this this game is broken and bad <laughs> and it doesn't even have as good graphics as uh the x-men genesis game the second one that has good graphics
0: yeah i mean that was the one that notoriously you had to take the cartridge out and put it back in somewhere along you had to the hit line. the reset
1: but you had to hit yes. the reset button at the end of the mojo level uh which is kind of beautiful
0: uh it's great um I, the art in this is pretty interesting it's by uh Carl Kerschel, who's kind, kind of what's Carl, that? Carl yeah, he's kind of doing a um I don't know it almost looks like a riff on what Jay Lee was doing during executioner's song like he's, but it
1: it's it looks like it looks like Carl Keschel art
0: oh see so yeah, I don't know this guy what's he do what's his thing
1: wait is this hold on I think you're confusing him with another artist. Am I? No, I'm not. This is Carl Kieschel. He did like Adventures of Superman and All-Star or All-Flash and Teen Titans. Yeah. No, this is this is just a young Carl Kiesel.
0: Okay. well, I I just want to note that you just named uh, all DC books that I have never read in my life. So um... sure.
1: Yeah. You (laughs) you've seen his art, though. I promise you he. I don't know about that. I'm I'm just gonna like go Adam, out on the limb Adam, and say Adam, I go. Did you see anything from Gotham Academy? I don't know what that is. Isola? I don't know what that is. Oh my gosh! Just Google Carl Keisho. He's really good. <laughs> okay. Like this is not. Uh, uh Carl Keisho did the new cover for the the stupid heroes Reborn champions book.
0: Oh, okay. All right. I'm I'm doing some good I've seen some of this stuff.
1: You've yes. seen Carl Keishel's art. I Yes. It would yes, be I weird have. if you had it, because I saw this and said, Oh, Carl Keisho did this early in his career. Good for him. Okay.
0: I mean, what we're looking at here does not look like what I'm looking at on this Google image search. Um, well it's 20 like,
1: plus years later.
0: Yeah. I mean the bare bones are there. Uh it's it's an interesting depiction of Apocalypse as sort of like this wrinkly lipped guy. Um, it. I don't know. Like, I I guess that's just the vibe I got. But um, clearly this is early in his career. He's he's not like doing the stuff he's doing
1: now. Of course, right. Uh, Jim Kruger does the scripts on this. Uh, Janice Chang does the inks. Uh, it's fine. I'm yeah. Jim Kruger they're... was Jim Kruger an editor? I feel like he was an editor. Sure. I mean. Yeah, he was a creative director. He was creative director at Marvel. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, he was defo he was defo just doing this to knock out the script.
0: Well, and it's weird because the the comic ends uh, with a little blurb about how this is going to be continued in in Capcom's you know SNES game, but uh, this is not the way the game starts. So the the, the comic book ends with Psylocke, Cyclops, and Wolverine. Um, being gagged and held captive by Magneto at candlelight. Why the candles are there, I don't know. Um, But that's not how the game starts. The game starts with Cyclops fighting in Genosha. So um, it's a weird one. I think, like, as a weird oddity, it might be something that if you, like, have fond memories of the game or you're just fond of this era, you might want to track it down. But story-wise, there is literally almost nothing happening here.
1: It's exactly what you think a promotional tie-in comic to an SNES (laughs) video (laughs) game is going to be. Especially, like, here's the thing. None of the X-Men video games, uh, until... Like maybe the late GameCube era when, or the early GameCube era when they did like that one fighting game, mm. uh, had any sort of real plot?
0: Well, and uh, I don't, I don't think anybody was tuning into a Super Nintendo game for for plot. I think they were looking for characters they recognized from the show or from the comics, and they wanted to, you know, be able to punch each other with, uh, you know, their their game controllers. So game aside i i don't know that i mean this game i mean this comic god i can't even figure out what the hell we're talking about this week um it's definitely emulating the style of a of a video game um but there's there's like i said it's there's not a lot going on
1: no uh we should rank it then we
0: should Uh. we have a very long list that we should put this on
1: Oh my gosh. Do you know how long our list is, Adam? It is 474 stories long on the road to 500. 500. We're going to get there. Uh, number one on our list is Hawks pox. Number 100 on our list is that time that the Bendis uncanny X-Men went into limbo. Uh, number 200 on our list is uncanny X-Men 15. I N H girls night out. Another Bendis, uh, that one with Chris Anka, uh, Hunt for Xavier is at 300 from the late 90s. Uh, that's the one with the fake X Men. Uh, <laughs> number 200 is X, or 400 is X Men Heroes for Hope. And then the Draco is at the bottom of the list. All right. I think this is better than. Actually, I don't know. Is it better than Heroes for Hope? They're both oddities.
0: Oh, you're going that high. I'm I'm kind of surprised. Like I'm looking down now that I'm
1: saying this, Stephen King didn't write this tie-in comic. (laughs) All
0: right. I am looking down at four 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 on our list, which is that Roy Thomas Aussie X-Men story, Marvel Superhero special, which, you know, again has about as much of a story thread as this does. Like it doesn't quite need to understand what any of the characters are or what their motivations are it's just let them hit each other like
1: you know we were talking about how expensive prelude to perdition is to get a hard copy of
0: yeah Um, yeah
1: it is probably more expensive to get all of this Roy thomas story in hard copies uh because number eight happens to also include the first appearance of the squirrel girl yes yeah that's, a, that's also a... i i think you actually hit the perfect spot because right above that is x-men forever which mm-hmm. i think is weird and dumb and bad but also kind of better
0: <laughs> intriguing
1: <laughs> it has things that i enjoy in it and a lot of stuff i dislike uh but right below that roy thomas story is sacred vows uh the story where where uh, polaris doesn't get married um I don't know, would you put it above or below uh this 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 uh Man Roy Thomas special?
0: Um I think I might actually put it above. Like it's just it, it uh all right, I'll say this. Like the Roy Thomas story didn't really know what the heck it was doing. Like this knows what it's doing and it's just vapid and and silly and it gets its job done. So this is going to be our new
1: 444. This is our new number four hundred and forty-four. Uh, it's Prelude to Perdition. It's weird. <laughs> um, the next one we're talking about's weirder.
0: Uh, well, all right. We're we're gonna go in chronological order. Is that the plan?
1: Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, the next so... one is officially titled X Men: The Movie Special. <laughs> and by that title, you may think that this is an adaptation of. The X-Men movie, considering it came out in the year 2000, and Wolverine is wearing his... Everyone's wearing their X-Men, uh, the movie costumes. That's Art right. Adams drew the cover. Um, it's not his best work.
0: It's a wraparound cover, and everybody kind of looks like they did in the movies, uh, for the Here's most part. Here's the thing, part. though. Wizards of the Coast
1: uh, distributed mm, this.
0: Yeah, their their logo is right on the cover. Um
1: Adam, what do you know about uh WOTC?
0: (laughs) I believe they are the madmen uh and women behind uh and people behind um Magic the Gathering. Am I am I right?
1: Yeah, they they uh created magic. Uh they now own Dungeons and Dragons. Uh so they're pretty big on that front. Yeah, they um... they helped develop uh to put in perspective. The Pokemon card game was originally a uh, Wizards of the Coast development. I did not know that. That's interesting. Yep. Yep. Huh. They they came up with the rules and everything, and they handled distribution and stuff in the Americas, and then the Pokemon company bought it back. Hmm. Or chose not to renew the contract, but they had all the IP. So,
0: Well, I'll tell you, one game that did not... Catch on was the 2000 X-Men trading card game that uh, I guess is modeled after the movie, but only in so far as everyone wears black leather.
1: Yeah. So this is a tie in comic to a trading card game that very few people have ever played.
0: Yes. Disguised uh, as a movie special. That's it's, it's a tricky little line
1: there. Well, so the trading card game is a tie in to the movie. Weirdly. Right. Yes. Not well, but it mm-hmm. is. And this is a tie-in comic to the trading card game that ties into the movie. This came in uh the two-player starter kit uh for for the X-Men trading card game, which I have never played, <laughs> but I do own two booster boxes of.
0: Oh, wow, really? So you have yes, a quite Yes, a- I are they open? Have, have, have you looked through yes, the cards?
1: They are open. The artwork is bad on yes. almost all of them. Yep. In fact, so much of the art is just credited to uh, the Marvel Corporation because either <laughs> A, a billion artists made it work, or B, they chose not to be credited for very rushed work.
0: Uh, all things are possible. Um, this story... It's a weird,
1: weird looking card game, too, because it's got oh, like... Oh,
0: yeah.
1: It's asymmetric but still competitive like it is you each player plays a team of x-men fighting a common set of villains Mm -hmm. and it's like whoever can defeat the most villains first wins so you're competing over a set of resources but not directly against each other and there's a lot of dice rolling and like I got I got these at a time that I had gotten a little too into Magic the Gathering in college. I don't think me saying that's going to be too shocking to anyone. I'm not but judging. In fact, not the not even close to the person in the uh, comics XF family who has gotten the most into Magic the Gathering. I'm far from that.
0: Uh, <laughs> Again, but, no judgment. If you want to be into that, that's cool. Um, I listen. I, Listen, all of what I'm you're very saying... lucky
1: that Magic Arena is not available on my tablet. <laughs>
0: oh right, yeah, now you can play it as an app. Um, yeah, I, I, all of what you're saying sounds like gibberish to me because I've never played these games, um, and this is such a weird bait and switch. I realize this came with the card game, so um, you know you clearly knew what you were getting uh with this you know because this comic came with the card game not the other way around um but the story is just weird uh jay fairberg does the story anthony williams does pencils Stephen baskerville does inks and um it all right off the bat it's strange you know it's supposed to be the x-men movie cast a rogue is already aged up um And they're split up and sent on missions to defeat, I guess, just like in the card game. Um, You know, they got to fight against Sabretooth. There's another group going after Toad and then Mystique shows up. Uh, Everybody's talking. Yeah. Everybody's talking to each other on their Apple watches. And then (laughs) the, the really interesting part is the second half of the comic where Magneto reveals that he's got some new teammates.
1: He does, uh, because Magneto is trying to recruit a young mutant named Malcolm, who is just a child, to join his Brotherhood of Evil.
0: Um, right. <laughs> right off the playground. He's like, especially since you don't even know what game we're playing. Ah, I see what you're doing there, Mr. Faber. Uh. <laughs> they're just having they're, fun here. Uh, yeah. Subtle.
1: And he has, Magneto has some new recruits. Uh. It's his acolytes.
0: Yeah, he's got uh, some very, very bland versions of Senyaka, Fabian Cortez, and Frenzy. Um, And it also turns out, much like in a card game where you might have some aces in your sleeve, uh, that Charles Xavier has some added new characters as well. So Angel, Colossus, and um, Psylocke with her red face tattoo show up.
1: Yeah, that was was the... uh design that they went with for this um here's the thing there were more villains in the uh first set of the cards mm-hmm. than just the four that are seen here
0: yeah
1: um senyaka's not one of them frenzy's not one of them baby and cortez is not one of them
0: that's weird so you've got this comic and you're like oh cool i'm gonna be able to beat up Senyaka, and then I can't.
1: Yeah, it's weird. This comic, also, in the middle of it, has, like, some concept art for some of the different designs of villains and things that are in the game like mojo is in this
0: this is actually my favorite part of the issue is this like behind the scenes two-page spread where they they show you this very bizarre and i know this actually made it into the game this very bizarre um like jeff darrow kind of style sentinel
1: oh the sentinel that has like a spitfire like plane uh paint on the face (laughs) yeah it looks almost closer to one of the uh, robots of the right than a sentinel
0: it's it's a really interesting choice and like i said before i guess the idea of x-men movie tie-in is black leather because the only thing that unifies i mean we've got a really interesting cast here of marrow uh there's a there's a really weird bishop with like Techno gizmos coming out of his shoulder. Marrow is
1: in the game like a lot, actually. Oh,
0: that's good. Good for Marrow. But they're all just wearing sort of like the bland X-Men movie, like head-to-toe black pleather, including Gambit, Mm -hmm. who's head-to-toe black leather plus a black leather jacket. Listen,
1: listen. (laughs) Gambit Gambit loves leather.
0: So, I think this is a little bit more of a of a fun curiosity than the first one. It definitely it's has... It's
1: weird.
0: Yeah, it definitely has, like... I, I don't think we mentioned this. The story uh, we just... Well, no, no. The story we just talked about was a full-length comic, right?
1: Yeah. No, okay. it was 16 pages. This was okay. a full-length comic. This
0: is a full-length comic. So, th- this, uh you know, it's an actual story from beginning to end. It's very clearly, like, trying to promote this idea of the gameplay. And, uh, I don't know. It's interesting enough to, I think, if you're, like, into oddities that you might want to track it down.
1: Oh, yeah. All of these, if you're into weird X-Men stuff. I have a folder on on a drive of things that I don't feel bad about pirating because Marvel legally will never make these again and also weren't making money on them the first time and it includes this because this is such a fascinating little artifact
0: yes uh and i i believe this one you can get fairly inexpensively um i think yeah those uh
1: those those card trading card sets did not sell well
0: <laughs> not a not a hit as i mentioned before um but, yeah, I mean, if you're an Art Adams fan, you might want to track it down for the wraparound cover. If, if you just want to get a weird look into what some kind of, like, promotional stuff coming off of the movie and, um, you know, that whole aesthetic might look like, it's definitely
1: interesting. Do you know what this is? Hmm. This is what X-Men comics would have been if Grant Morrison didn't show up. It, it's very possible because it's it's movie tie things, mm-hmm. black leather because that was happening regardless, right, right. Uh, but without any sort of evolution of storytelling or anything like new to bring to the table, this is very much I am Magneto, and I <laughs> am evil, blah blah blah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's there's not a lot of depth to anything. Every character that shows up just shows up to show up. Um, so it's not unlike the first story we talked about in that, you know, it's it's a promise of gameplay to come. Unfortunately, it sounds like they're misrepresenting what's in the box. But you know, should, what are you gonna do about that?
1: At some point, I should play this game. <laughs> maybe 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 sometime whenever. I ever have someone uh who's around uh that would want to play this game not my wife Lord knows she would not want to do this <laughs> what if, uh,
0: if if you bring it if we end up going if if all works out and and you know everybody's vaccinated and we end up getting to c2e2 in december this would be a great way to just like hang out at the end of the day <laughs> Let's try this and would play be, this, game. this would
1: be good is trying to learn this bad card game. <laughs> um let's rank it this is better than prelude to perdition
0: i would agree um and i think that you were mentioning um i i see you've got something highlighted lower than this but i feel like this is a heroes for hope like esque novelty that is yeah is weird enough that you might want to track it down
1: it's definitely weird enough that you want to track it down uh and I would say it's more worth it than Heroes for Hope, even though George R. 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 Martin does not write anything in this one. Uh, sure, um, we but... always forget about all of the wild people who wrote in Heroes <laughs> for Hope. Uh, it was all the letter from than...
0: goblins, you know they they came out of the oh my came gosh, out of the woodwork. it was. Uh
1: better than Apocalypse versus Dracula, I think.
0: D- yes, uh...
1: I know where my ceiling is.
0: I, okay. All right. Hold on. I think you're jumping up a little bit too high. Um, it's definitely better than 393, which is um, Brood Feud two? 2.
1: Is it better than Apocalypse vs. Dracula? Apocalypse yeah. Apocalypse vs. Dracula doesn't have Apocalypse Fighting Dracula very much. Nowhere near as much as you want it to be. No, that's it very mo- true. It mostly has, uh, what is it, like Blink's? great great grandfather super high on heroin yeah.
0: yeah it was all like hey i'm related to you guys yeah uh, uh days of future present also has cool art adams content
1: oh wait
0: yeah right that's days of the... future
1: present is probably better than this yeah, I, I would say it's I'm...
0: better than this so may, maybe this is our new just from an
1: artistic standpoint alone yeah that's so is
0: not bad it's a bit. It's a good showing for something this this bizarre. Uh,
1: okay, can we talk about something that I want to talk about? Not really this comic very much, but I do <laughs> want to talk about uh, the thing that this comic is based on, and that is X Men Legends Two: Rise of Apocalypse, the greatest X Men video game that has ever existed and ever will exist. I assume.
0: Yeah, uh, you. We we both mentioned before that we're both fans of the X Men Legends series from PS Two. Um, Tell me your X-Men Legends, like, what's your origin story with this? Because I I feel like it means a lot to you.
1: So, X-Men Legends was something that was advertised in Nintendo Power Magazine, a (laughs) publication that I did have a subscription to. It did keep every magazine to reread it because at the time, I was, like, 11 or 12. Yeah, like people do Um, when they're kids. Like people did. Loved it. Thought it was great it talked about how you could customize everyone's stats so that you could say, yeah, you could make Colossus hit really good or you could make Colossus real fast and good at jumping like a ballerina. I said, okay, hold on. I'm very (laughs) interested in this game. So after my friend, Dave Newman got it for his Xbox or rented it, we rented it one night. We played it, loved it. I got it for my PlayStation two when I got a PlayStation two. And, I got really frustrated and couldn't beat it. I couldn't beat the first X-Men Legends. I got real mad at... I got real mad because it moved me to a special mission, and I was save-locked there with characters that I hadn't played with, and it was save-locked there fighting Sentinels. In mm. the Sentinels mission, if you didn't have your the right characters leveled up the right way, was almost impossible, and I got so frustrated with it. like I tried a lot.
0: It's so funny that you say that because the same thing happened to me except in reverse. So I was able to beat X-Men Legends, but I was never able to beat Legends 2 because I hadn't leveled my team up and I did a really dumb save at some point. And I did Mm -hmm. not want to go back and play through the whole game again just to to get my characters to where they needed to be. I'm sorry I interrupted your
1: x-men legends 2 was different because i had x-men legends 2 on the playstation portable the (laughs) psp yes um again my dad got it for me because he knew that i liked x-men and that i had a psp and it was a great port um because x-men legends is it's like gauntlet it's like the perfect drop in drop out kind of game so you could just play it beat up some people for 15 minutes and be done and X-Men Legends 2 had an amazing cast of playable characters. Running down the list, you have Bishop, you got Colossus, you got Cyclops, you got Gambit, you got Iceman, you got Jean Grey, you got Juggernaut, you got Magneto, Nightcrawler, Rogue, Scarlet Witch, Toad, Sunfire, Storm, and Wolverine, not to mention unlockable characters like Deadpool, Professor X, and Iron Man from 2005 <laughs> when people didn't know Iron Man was going to be a going concern in our lives. That is absolutely b- bizarre.
0: Now, if I remember correctly, if you wanted different unlockable characters, you had to buy different uh, platforms, right? Like, if yes, I, I couldn't was, get all those characters on my PS2. There
1: were there were exclusive characters for the PlayStation mm-hmm. Portable, the PC, and the Nokia Engage. I had a PSP, so I could also get Cable, Cannonball, Dark Phoenix, and... <laughs> it's a digital X-Man update. Uh, X-Man. Uh, X-Man was on my team, even though I hate him. Still. I, I, I grew to hate him, but he was very powerful.
0: Can you even imagine the audacity to put Nate Gray in a video game? <laughs> it's just yes,
1: ridiculous. because... Because the game came out in 2005, the 10th year anniversary of Age um, of Apocalypse, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which, again, the, in my mind, the gulf between 1995 and 2005 is such a wide spread of things. And, like, the difference between those two dates and March of last year is unfathomable. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lifetime, right? Well It's so much. Uh but anyway, Legends 2 is great. It's all based on Age of Apocalypse and Kind of the Twelve. Uh and it's super good. Uh this comic, less so. Adam, what's your what's your X Men Legends? Uh oh, I vibe? just
0: I, I loved the first one. I wish I could have beat the second one, but like I said, I, I just got I I messed myself up with it with a bad save we file. Should
1: get Okay, so what I do know is that <laughs> X-Men Legends 2 Rise of Apocalypse had an incredibly rabid modding community for the or for the uh PC. Really? So they yeah, they brought in a ton a ton of characters. Hmm. Like they just custom made a uh, list of everyone. It was absolutely cool and also uh I mean, look, maybe maybe someday you and me figure out how to how to get that on the PC and maybe we do uh we do a live streamer, we do a Twitch oh my thing god, or something a, like that. That
0: would be amazing.
1: That would be amazing. Here is the Marvel mod catalog for this. Current count <laughs> of characters. One hundred and forty. Oh my god. Okay. That gives
0: us some options.
1: Yes. Now they, they pulled in uh they pulled in some characters from Ultimate Alliance the Ultimate Alliance games, which uh, also used the same engine, but mm-hmm. also brought in like Angel, Avalanche, Arc Light, Blink, uh, which Blink had a model in the game, so it worked pretty, uh, pretty well. Uh, Dakin is in here. Destiny is a character. Dust, wow, is a character you can be in cool. this mod that people That's made. Uh, Magic, Magma, Marrow. I know I'm just listing characters, but well, I think this is... It's funny that you mentioned kind of Magma, people.
0: because I played through the entire first game without really realizing that Alan, Allison Crestmere, who is your sort of POV character, is actually supposed to be Magma. Um, okay. So, you'll notice that like we're not really talking about this comic that much. This was a, uh, a tie-in giveaway... Um, that Activision made and it's only 16 pages long. Uh,
1: this is, it's pretty short or is um, it, is it 12 pages long? It's 12 pages. It's only, yeah, this is, long. this is a the short deal. The rest of it you know. is ads. Uh, <laughs> Justin Gray and Jimmy Palmiotti wrote it, which I don't know why they needed two writers, especially when Jimmy palmiotti uh, he's able to write by himself. Uh, Sure, and
0: especially because really only two things happen in these 12 pages.
1: Um, Also, uh, George Aschenti from, uh... what's the sex cop comic called? Sex criminals? No, Leah Williams, the X-Men sex police. Why am I blanking? The extremists. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay leo williams the x-men sex police comic yes uh george shenti from that uh does the art on here um
0: yeah so really only two things happen um the apocalypse junior uh aka holocaust shows up and abducts polaris from a i guess like a info session these she's doing with professor x sure and then Apocalypse himself, um, pops over to Genosha and abducts Quicksilver. And
1: yes, what you find out of the game is Apocalypse is searching for four mutants with harmonic DNA hmm. that he is going to use to take over the world and do a mini the 12. Uh, and those are Polaris, Quicksilver, Emma Frost, and Sabretooth, uh, some, Which doesn't make any sense. No, that's some
0: weird choices, but not like the 12 made any sense.
1: No, but it made more sense than those four. <laughs> yes. It uh, does. Beast and Angel also get captured and turned into Dark Beast and Archangel, respectively, mm-hmm. in the game. None of this happens in the comic. No. Nope. That would be way funnier. No.
0: Nope. Uh, unfortunately, um, you know, if you go back and you look at the opening cutscene of uh, Legends 2, it, it looks like. Magneto and Mystique and Sabretooth are doing this evil prison break, but it turns out the X-Men are helping them. And they're trying to break out It's a out good with, opening. It's I a great it opening. A lot. Uh and and they're trying to break Professor X out of a out of a, you know, a facility of some kind. So where we end with this uh, 12-page um preview is just, "Hey, Magneto's like, they kidnapped my kid. Let's go team up with the X-Men." And everybody's like, "Okay." <laughs> that's the end continued in the game from activision available uh september 21st 2005 there you go mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's all
0: yeah this, that's all that this is much more of a fun excuse to talk about a fun set of video games than it is to, like where we were I think getting a little bit more excited about the other two as sort of like weird publishing oddities. This one, I don't really feel any need for anybody. I don't want to recommend that people like hunt this down.
1: Um, No, hunt down the game X-Men Legends 2 Rise of (laughs) Apocalypse. It rules.
0: Right. So, you know, I think I did a quick eBay search and I think copies of this were going for like 40 bucks or something crazy. Like, don't pay for that. That's, that's don't spend, silly.
1: Don't spend 40 US dollars no, on this. No, you could get probably
0: a, get a PS2 and a copy of X Men Legends for 40 bucks.
1: What you need to do is get a PC that can run at least Microsoft Windows 98. There you go. 1.2 gigahertz Pentium processor. Um, you Okay, this is going to be important. You are going to need 2.5 gigabytes of hard drive space and 256 megabytes of RAM. Uh, to run this, oh, and a DirectX 9.0c compliant sound card. So hopefully, if your computer meets those stats, uh, you can you can rock this game and not play uh, play anything else and just play this,
0: <laughs> and not buy this comic book. So, um, I in terms of ranking, I think this is probably the worst of the bunch.
1: Like, it's I mean. It's just not Yes, but not much. Yeah, there's it's, just it's not a just lot. Just about here. there. It's hey, still not worse than Sacred Vows at 447.
0: Um Yeah. This, is, this you, is
1: not worse than both Polaris is a crazy woman, uh, and also we had a secret coma relationship.
0: No, you're right. But I, I do think it's worse than the Roy Thomas story. So this is gonna be our new four forty seven.
1: This could be four forty seven. Go okay. play the video game. It's so good. I love it so much. And if they You know what's if crazy though, just straight up re-released it, I'd buy it in oh, a sure. heartbeat. Give us a port. You know what I mean? Like, let's go. Put it on, my on Switch. Come on, Activision. Don't be cowards. Put it on the <laughs> Switch.
0: I would buy it. There would be lots of people that would buy it. Um, yeah, so like what's crazy is that we've just scratched the surface not only of X-Men video games, but even X-Men video games game tie-in stuff like there's there's other weird things like this out there like the iConnect special and um yeah i some of the other weird. ones but uh i hope um, we've discovered a couple of these for people who may not have heard of them before
1: yeah go look into what weird x-men comics you could get at taco bell in 2011 <laughs> or what you could get by sending in some things of stridex pimple cream <laughs> Um, or what, what comics starring, uh, Fantasia you could get in Hardy's Meals?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's important to note that even though, like, we're ranking these kind of low, I feel oh, like... Oh, because they're bad. I feel like we started this show with these kind of weird things in mind. Like, it's we wanted, wanted people to do. make us talk about them. So, um, who are we thanking again for doing this?
1: Oh, I would thank thanking Matt. thanking him. He went on over to patreon.com slash comicsxf through money our way. Support local comic book journalism, depending on where you are locally. Um, If you want to be like him, you can throw money that way. Uh, $5 gets you an episode. Uh, You get cool Discord access at different levels. Uh, You get a lot of really fun, cool, and good stuff. So go do that. Uh, Adam, what's up? Oh, man,
0: Zach, check this
1: out. I just got
0: this in the mail today. Now, listeners, you won't be able to see this, but I did get my uh, ultimate what expanse. Is
1: that, that, what is that? Is that a uh, is that a is that a robot? It looks disguised.
0: <laughs> it is a uh, X Men transformer. So it is uh, the Blackbird jet that then transforms into uh, some kind of like Cyclops robot. So
1: it's ultimate expanse.
0: <laughs> I I have not. Uh, Taking this out yet? Because I just got it this afternoon. But I've heard got to keep it mint. You got to keep it mint in the box. <laughs> no, Adam. I want to make the robot. Um, so <laughs> I've heard it's a little bit difficult to transform. It's like thirty four steps or something. So uh, I'll I'll attempt this maybe later this, this week. Is,
1: this is an expert <laughs> level transformation. <laughs> so well, uh,
0: I'm maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll live tweet my transport uh, transformation at uh, Arthur Stacey um zach what's going on at comics xf this week
1: a lot of really cool stuff's going on at comics xf this week we actually uh a lo- friend of the show lonnie nadler uh did a piece about uh his upcoming comic that was out i guess last week as you're listening to this undone by blood or the other side of eden it's a, uh i don't want to say sequel uh, he wrote about exactly what it is, it's the anthology thing, uh, that follows one of the characters from the meta-narrative of Undone by Blood or The Shadow of a Wanted Man. Uh, and then a new story. Uh, it's great. Uh, him, Zach Thompson, uh, Sam Keva they do this. It's an incredible comic. I love it so much. Uh, we have that. We had an interview with uh, Tyler Boss uh, from... What other great comic was that called? Uh, Dead Dog's Bite. Uh, I absolutely adore it. So good. <sighs> Listen, we've got a lot of really good stuff going on. It really is amazing. Really good
0: the the stuff. amount of content we're putting out is is wild. Um, right. I
1: love I love my little X-Men site that I look on the front page occasionally and there's nothing X-Men about it. And it's beautiful. <laughs>
0: yeah, I just That's got it. To...
1: ComicsXF.com.
0: I just got a chance to write actually about Transformers uh, this past week. Um, so the the site is alive and well. And um, go check it out, folks. Uh, what do we got going on next week, Zach?
1: Next week, we have the Mark Silvestri Power Hour.
0: Ooh, love that. He's a very tall we're gonna
1: man. Talk, we're going to talk about some Mark Silvestri stuff. <laughs> Not necessarily all Mark Silvestri comics, but all comics that are inspired by Mark Silvestri <laughs> and imbue the Mark Silvestri spirit. Yes. <laughs> but until then folks, this has been Bally Adam. We hope you survived the experience. Get it!